Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Ah, hello folks, and welcome to Earth. When last we left the heroes, they had gone to visit the beautiful artifice of Madame Gautier to do some haggling over some enchanted items that they had found. That's weird. Why is everybody moved around on the overlay? Oh, I am now. You're seeing the break. Because, yeah, Neve dropped. Oh. I exited out of it by accident. Okay, right. Sorry, folks. I'm going to just move people around very quickly. I don't know. Yeah. At the um, moment, so, we'll be all impersonate each other. We, sh- we should do that at least once on stream. That if this happens, we need to start just being that character until the next time it switches. I again. think. Yes. I think. I don't think I can do a French accent. I'm um, sure you can. I don't know how to do any accent except I'm a with you. accent that is my own. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, Neil Neil was terrorizing us for a bit about doing a musical episode. So instead I of a musical episode, I instead of a musical episode, I, I want a musical episode. Thank you. Down, Thank you. I am I, down for musical episodes. No. In, in the style of the greatest TV no. episode of all time from no. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No. Yes. Once more feeling, Traitors. I want a musical. Yeah, except I like so many shows have tried to do that. I can't sing. No. Every time. No. I can't sing. I'm terrible, but I'd still do no. it. I can <laughs> sing. I can yeah. sing. Yeah. I can, I can Susie's sing. Susie's a well. soprano like, as well. Beer. We've got three good singers <laughs> in the group. Uh, I got no. a free beer at a reenactment event once for singing. <laughs> Myself and Christina <laughs> will bring off the comedy. Okay. I see how it is. So. We could get good cameras and try and get no, it like that. Uh, it's not the issue. It's yeah. just like, no. It's absolutely not. <laughs> no. That's the issue. I can never be drunk enough to go to karaoke. Never never mind. I hear you. Oh, singing on that bloody thing. I love it. Okay, let us get back to our story, okay? So... When last we left the heroes, they were gone to Madame Gautier's to do some haggling over some enchanted items that they had found when exploring the apparently or supposedly abandoned home of a goblin artificer, actually choosing to keep most of the items, but they did sell two items to Madame Gautier for a, what they felt was a decent enough price, partially thanks to the haggling from Ferouz, who has a background in artificery having briefly worked for Madame Gautier herself and also being an apprentice to an artificer in Constantinople. So having a slightly better idea of just how much these items would actually be worth. All right. Um, the party then leaves. They have a few errands to run. Um, Sylvia, you said that you wanted to um, go to the post office. You are sending some money to your sister, yes? I I just want to send it to Sarah. I'm going to send. I find it really hard to have an idea of what's a good amount of. Well, don't forget, as I say, um, 8 to 10 silver was the average weekly salary of a factory worker. You could easily send her 5 gold. 
like to my sister. No, yeah. I'm gonna send her like fifty gold. Okay. Because that's she's the equivalent of nearly you, a year's you, wages for a factory worker. You said you had no idea what to send. To yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just to put it, you're like you're, you're looking at. I mean, obviously, you were from a more middle class merchants back, uh, background, so would have been wealthier, wow. but. Yeah, oh, your your family oh, had a okay. uh, had a market stall in Berlin, so you were merchants. Yeah. Um, but like fifty gold is about a and and about a year's wages for a factory worker. Now, obviously, factory okay. workers were at the bottom of society, but just to yeah. give context. Okay, I'm gonna send her. Oh, say for she, oh, yeah, whatever you want. Pick, just, pick, pick. I'm just giving yeah. you context because roll dice. Um, well, okay, yeah. I'm gonna. Roll, yeah, that's yeah, a great roll, idea. roll a percentile die. Do I have a percentile die? <laughs> just roll a, d, roll a d20 three times. Or, yeah, Add them together. It, and it, it is a problem with other systems whereby once you start getting any gold, money loses all meaning because it really, really uh, does. you have like thousands and thousands of gold and the so average farmer 16, is like in coppers. 17... Was twenty one. Oh, I'm gonna say thirty gold. I'm gonna send her. Okay, cool. And I'd like to include a ladder, but you yeah, know, yeah, the ladder's just gonna be. I'm alive. I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. This is for you, lovely pie. This is for <laughs> um for you and your family. And I hope to hear from you soon. I've been in touch with Heinrich. Um, I have an arcanogram, and I'm in reachable on this glyph as well. Um, I love you, and please do not tell uh, mother and father that you have heard from me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's gonna be. Let's let us let us say Simka went went as well and and sort of did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Sin Sylvia sending like thirty gold. She's probably also going to send thirty gold, and the letter is a pretty much pretty much has the same content to her family, saying basically hi. I'm alive, staying with Aminata. You remember her? Hug Jan from me. Me. Yeah. Okay. More like, hi, mom, dad, love you. More like, please don't tell our parents that I'm, a, that I'm like in contact with you and alive because, you know. <laughs> the difference of sort of supportive family versus Sylvia's parents. And uh, if, if we can say that Fredo's went along, Fairuz just joins them out of not having much else to do, to socialize, sends nothing to anyone and just says, well, um, so my family don't know I'm in Paris and I'm leaving it that way. Oh, um, my parents, um, hopefully Sinkai is still dead. So, you know, I can... Jesus. Um... I dyed my hair to just be harder to find. Uh, I can relate to this. Oh, a secret. <laughs> so My no. parents have not been um, happy with many of the um, uh, decisions that I have made, despite doing my best to work hard and be a good daughter, and in the end I had to leave. So, But then the war happened, so um, I had not planned to disappear, but this is how things went. I understand. But I have a sister that I care about who has children and probably more than she had when I left and I want to make sure that they are provided for, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So um, I don't know how she's going to feel about hearing from me. It has been a while. And I, yeah, well, yeah. she'll see that you're sending money and so you're well enough to spare that much. So hopefully she'll just be happy that you are doing well. I hope so. Um, my brother was happy to hear from me, so I am hoping she will be too. Uh, it's, it has been hard to um, enter society again, you know. So, But as for not wanting to be found, I can understand that. Right, so while they're doing that amanada, you have some gems and precious and semi-precious stones that you found, but you do know some jewelers, because your family would have purchased jewelry from them in the past, that you're like, I could go to these people, they know my family, they'll give me a good deal, they won't screw me over, you know? Mm-hmm. And plus, if they if they want to try and screw me over, I will definitely flirt my way into more money if I need to. Well, the thing is, they know themselves like you're a good, your family are good customers, so they're not going to want to in any way jeopardize that relationship. I will tell my mom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which is the, one of the most terrifying things that, you know, wealthy bourgeois people can say. <laughs> oh, please. It's like, do you know who I am? Yes, so you go off and you do that. You get the prices that I get that I quoted for the ruby and for the five pieces of amber, which I think the five pieces of amber, I think I said were 20 gold each, was it? 20 each, yeah. And the so ruby the, was, was it 80? I can't remember. 100. 100, okay, no. so. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. So the, so you're getting an, so an additional yeah, 200 gold. Cool, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, Um. okay, so... Yeah, you spend the rest of the day potting around doing different things, and at about 6.30, Gwyn, some silvery font appears in front of you. It's from Madame Gautier, saying, I hope you were well, very excited to see you. Um, um, can you please give me the address to send my carriage? Bow, chicka, bow, well. Yes, and I will politely ask Amanata for her address, and if it's okay to share it with Madame Gautier because of Amanata's business. Oh, of course. Um, please, uh, Amanata's going to give Gwen the address and say, do you need anything? Would you like a bath drawn for you? Do you need a change of clothes? Like, is there anything at all? Please, do ask. Not at all. She can take me as I am. <laughs> okay, right. Thank you, so, though. You're very kind. Um, an hour later, there is a knock on the door. And, um, there is a, uh, a moment later, the housemate comes in and says, um, there is a carriage um, for um, Ms. Gwen. Uh, I can never pronounce this. Uh, Elvin Deal? That's me. Thank you so much. Okay. And there's a, there's, there's a... Very, very, very fancy-looking carriage outside with a very well-dressed um, footman and driver as well. She got money. Oh, well, you already know she is an exceptionally wealthy woman, you know. Um, artificers generally, if artificers are doing well, they do very well, okay? Mm-hmm. They're not just spending their time making goblin sparks and enchanted sewing needles for housewives. 
the really good ones are also working with industrialists making Magitech for industry, and that makes a lot of money. So, you are... Quinn is actually going to wear the lovely um, piece the lovely, of jewelry. fabulous um, uh, brooch that you were, you were given. Yes. Right, so you get into the carriage, and it's gone for about 30, 40 minutes into a different part of the city. It's a, it's another extremely fancy, very wealthy part of the city. Like, all these houses are big houses. All the people in them are pretty people with a lot of money, okay? And, um, yep, yeah, eventually the carriage pulls up in front of this very, very fine um, house. It's not a terrace. It's like a fully detached house with a small grounds around it quite large like it's four stories high and quite wide as well okay uh, and the, the footman comes out and opens the door and extends it for you to alight and when you get up the um, um there is actually a very well-dressed butler waiting at the front door for you and as you come up to the front door he says he bends deeply and says good, good, good evening mademoiselle and good evening gestures for you to come in and lead you in. This is a fabulous house. There's a beautiful grand hallway. Um, there's doors off to the right and to the left. Um, a lovely, rich carpeted floor. There's fine paintings along the sides of the walls. There's very beautiful wood paneling and wallpaper as well. And um, you see fine, um, simple chandeliers which are clearly made enchanted there's no candles here everything is being produced by enchanted light and he leads you through and into a very very fine dining room um, and as he comes as he comes in pauses announcing you mademoiselle Gwyn Elvendale and Madame Gautier she's sitting there by the table already laid out ready for a meal to be served and stuff there she immediately gets up comes up to you takes your hands it's so wonderful to see you my dear you're breathtaking and oh you're wearing the brooch oh i'm so happy and gives you a big kiss my dear this is just wonderful and of course i am please, please, please. thank you so I, much again for I, this I, present. I, i'm so glad that you like it i really am and um she um leads you down I'm not going to go and do a George or, or a Martin through the many courses, but suffice it to say, mm. you have an absolutely exquisite meal. It is one of the nicest meals you've ever had. Mm. In fact, one of the only meals that you remember to rival it was in the mm. Elven Palace. Mm -hmm. That, that was my next before. question. Was okay. it better than the ship we got at Mor with Moraine? Not better, <laughs> but close <laughs> to as good. As when mm -hmm. you were dining with the elven noblewoman back in Shibuya. Okay. Well, that was quite delicious, my dear. Oh, Ride with a meal I had with an elf not too long ago, I would say. Oh, I'd love to hear about that sometime. You know, um, I've only ever met a handful of elves myself. They're such a fascinating and beautiful race of people. So powerful. That they are. That they are mm -hmm. overgaler with the story of the elves in Treville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, she she loves it. She absolutely loves the story. Which elves do you tell her about, Moraine or her oh, sister? I'll tell her all the details. Oh, okay. She's very impressed <laughs> to hear all out there, the good and the bad and the she, spicy. So, so she is very details? impressed to hear that um, that her current paramour was 
briefly the paramour of an elf. Oh, I know she'd be impressed by yeah, that. Absolutely. Very impressed by that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, right. She says, well, um, finally they bring out a lovely dessert. It's kind of like it's, um, it's a collection of um, uh, pastries and there's a little sorbet as well. And then, and, and, and then just as they're taking that away to bring out the coffee, she says, oh, and there's the one final treat for you. And the butler comes with a tray and he puts down a small little box, finely wrapped. My dear, you spoil me. Please, please, please. It's just a little something. These really aren't necessary, but I appreciate them. Thank yes. you. And um, so you open it up. It's it's another brooch, uh, but this is more, it's a cameo style brooch, but it's quite, it's a bit different because, you know, a normal cameo, it's a silhouette of a woman's head, usually in like a silver filigree that you'd pin. But instead of this, the normal silver filigree, it's actually set into a much wider base. Um, silver itself that is in the shape of a cauldron. <gasps> How and do you know? Look at, give me an awareness roll, will you? I will. And that is a 16, and my awareness is a grand total of one, so that's a 17. Okay, so you're looking at it and you're like, you're not quite sure what the cam itself is made for. It looks like ivory. But it's just a slightly more a richer tone than ivory that you've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. And you were previously living in Bristol, wasn't it? Uh, or in Exeter. Exeter. Yeah, sorry. So, which is a port city. So you would have gotten some ivory trade coming in there. You would have seen it a bit, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, this looks like, like, you're not sure. It's like, is it ivory? It seems to be exceptionally fine to be ivory. Wow, this is exotic. Uh, dare I ask what it's made from? It's actually made from the horn of a narwhal. Have you ever heard of a narwhal before? I have. I remember the sailors down at the docks talking about these legendary sea creatures, but I thought they were stories. No, you know? no. I mean, it's it's funny because their horn would be well, looks like the horn of a unicorn, and like for centuries, sailors from the northern colder lands would, when hunting these narwhal for food would then sell the horns to people looking for unicorn horns. But um, um, I like while most of my connections are in Arcadia, I do know a few people who would have some connections in Jotunheim. And so I would know some people who trade in these kind of wares. Well, it is stunning. Well, I couldn't be more appropriate. (laughs) um, um, uh, uh, it's just a simple, it's a simple gesture of my affections for you. That's all. Really, you are too kind, and Gwen will give her a kiss. Right. Um. So we're not going to go into graphic details. Um. <laughs> but you do eventually retire for the evening. A very, very. Uh, you don't rest much. Okay. Good. <laughs> we'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> and um, after round three, um. You're lying there, relaxing, uh, when you see some uh, light appearing on one of the side tables, just like glowing light. And she gets up for a second and she picks up, it's an arcanogram that was left down. You see her looking at it and she's she's kind of frowning slightly and... What is it? Is everything okay? Oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. You don't need to worry yourself. It's just some business matters, and it's some men who I'm working with are being bothersome and bothersome it, it, men. You say? 
Well, I mean, I don't just hire beautiful women to do jobs for me, of course, you know. I would have numerous different adventurers employed. With the lesser sex, I understand. Yes. Um, to do work for me, this particular group, they were exploring a fame mound similar to the, um, to the contract that I had given you and your friends previously. And they'd come back and we were supposed to arrange to meet up. They were originally supposed to come to my new store and then they said they had to cancel and it's been back and forth and now mm. they're saying that they'd like to meet tomorrow but I already have a prior engagement tomorrow it's just it's also very bothersome really well men can be my mm. dear never send a man to do a woman's job we can meet them I'm sure my companions won't mind oh please I wouldn't want to put you out no not at all you've been so good to us are you sure well, I don't know what my companion's plans are, but I'm sure we can arrange something if you give me the details. Oh, of course. You're so kind. You you really are, truly. Just, oh, I'm so lucky to have found you. Oh, no. Honestly, the pleasure's all mine. Any excuse to terrorize some man is, is a good day for me. So it's so, no problem at all. You have a... a, um, a you a restlessly relaxing evening with Madame Gautier and eventually fall asleep. And then the next morning you get up, you're treated to a wonderful breakfast. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry, I do have to get back to the to the store, back to my workshop soon. But um, I have some business that I have to deal with right now here. Um, my carriage will, 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 will drop you back to Amanata's residence. Well, thank you for a wonderful evening. I will get out of your hair and um, I will let you know when that business has been taken care of later. Thank you, my dear. You are the kindest. Not at all. And Gwen will give her a kiss on the cheek, head to the carriage and head back to the group. Okay. So, well, you get back to the group. No, the ambush is the fancy carriage and you get back to the party having <laughs> finished breakfast. I feel like as soon as you would walk in, it's sort of going to be like everyone just goes like, go on. <laughs> I will spill all the details. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, is Mina in the room? <laughs> I don't know. Would Mina have gone to mass? Uh, Mina actually, Mina actually, yeah, Mina has gone off, gotten off very early. And gone to find and the church. Back, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it is probably best she does not hear the details, but the rest of the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvia doesn't particularly want to. She's going <laughs> to just find something else to do. Right? It's like, oh, look at that paint. Oh, how. <laughs> I'm just going to not be there while this is oh. happening. Well, good, fine. <laughs> so, as you, as you kind of like talk about it and explain the evening, Feiruz is um, pretty fascinated. You can she's not hiding it. You can immediately get the sense that she doesn't often hear of such stories. It's a first time experience hearing things and she's into it. For Sylvia, it's more happy for you, but also I don't want to hear about your wonderful happiness and yeah, to be honest, stuff. I'm, it's just, mm. I just don't want it. I don't want to write, she doesn't want to like say anything that's going to 
you know. Yeah, like Gwen is dampening it for you, but she also doesn't really want to hear about how wonderful and happy everything is for you because, like, she's kind of not right now. So she would kind of give Sylvia just a glance. Yeah, Sylvia's pretty stone faced, but she's just getting up and leaving. Okay. No, Fedus uh, hasn't uh, heard gossip like this. That's new. About her boss, no less. So, how's Justine handling this? Justine just likes her fairy dragon very much. That's that's what Justine is doing. Just oh. just bonding with the dragon, pretending oh, nothing else exists. <laughs> Anglican is getting all the scriptures right now. <laughs> oh, I will also tell a group about this um, group of men who need to be taught a lesson. Um, and I think we should perhaps help Madame Gautier with this. I know she would be very grateful. Um, I understand, though, it is if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm certainly going to go. I would appreciate any help, but I understand that. I agreed to this, um, and I will not drag any of you into it who don't want to go. That's absolutely Gwen, I I could never just leave you to go deal with a bunch of men that we know nothing about on your own. It would be very reckless. As... I know. Terrible things will happen to them if I'm left unsupervised. It's well, true. <laughs> I suppose. It is true. Yes, there's that, but... I think it's best if we all go, I suppose, as with more numbers, we would have a better chance. You never know. They might also have a spell cast on their side. And if it's three of them against you, you might be at a very bad disadvantage. And I don't, you are a guest in my house. I can't have you getting injured. Well, I would be grateful for for your assistance, yeah. absolutely. Let's hope such a doesn't... Oh, Sylvia left, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Amanata is like... You can see Amanata is like grinning. She's like, oh, I, I love... I love a good... Love the spicy details. Exactly. <laughs> and they're... Re- like, Amanata would definitely be looking forward to something like this so they can like flex their charm and get the way and be like, yeah, you're going to leave Madame Gautier alone. No, it's more they're getting stuff. They need to get stuff from her. She needs, or she needs to get stuff from them or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get the stuff. We're gonna get stuff, but then also gonna tell them to leave her alone because they don't think they're harassing. They haven't been harassing her, have they? No, what she said was that they're just being difficult about meeting up with her to give her what they found in the thing. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like they thought they could pull a fast one on her. Oh, so we're going to mug some dudes. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, oh let's, let's hope you like, talk to them and be like, and then they could be like, oh, sorry, I like, slept in when our went off. But yeah, we'll totally go over. Well, Amanada is always Amanada is always one to talk about a first. As well. Talk about a first. And then steal later. Mm-hmm. Fair. Good plan. Perus, what do you what do you think? Are you open uh, to coming on more adventures with us? Very much so. To be honest, um, I, even though it was terrifying, going back to just tinkering in a shop sounds dreadful right now. Even if it's Madame Gautier's. 
Of course. Uh, Aminata is just going to be like really curious to, to be like, what's the deal here? I'm so curious. But um, yes, uh, do, you, do you have any details? What time are we supposed to meet? Where are we supposed to meet them? Um, um, I'll hmm. send Madame Gauthier a quick message on the Arcanogram. Yeah, okay. um, you do. And she says, well, she says, oh, thank you for agreeing. Um, they have asked to meet at this warehouse and gives an address at um, nine o'clock this evening. Uh, Aminati, you know this area. It's not the best part of the city. Lots mm-hmm. of warehouses, kind of shady. It's kind of yeah. near the docks, but it's not on the keys, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're like, it's a slightly dodgy place to be meeting mm-hmm. up when they could have just gone to her shop with the stuff that they found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? so... They were definitely planning something. Yeah, mm. something smells a bit fishy, and it's not the docks. Um, mm. <laughs> Aminata is just going to look at Justine because and say, "Sorry, that was something just automatic played." <laughs> um, Aminata is just going to look at Justine and say, "You were quite quiet. Uh, you're going, yes." Okay. Uh, and Presumably, you've got Sylvia and tell her Sylvia. Oh, yeah. When, when Sylvia and Mina come back, it'll be the same thing. A uh, quick rundown of what's happening. We're mm-hmm. going to, you know, tell some dudes to chill and mm-hmm. give us the ladies' stuff, or we will take the ladies' stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The moment you hear the front door open and Mina comes back, um, she's just wearing like an, you know, simple kind of blouse and like trousers not what she usually would wear for church well Mina how is the service today you know it's just you know the usual thanks for asking Hmm. everything okay here well and I'll regale her about the plans and see if she wants to come along of course I want to come along um, what question yes. is that? Dodgy area. Could I tell if Mina normally dresses quite well so, when she goes off to a service? So that is strange. Give me, uh, you can give me a awareness roll, Ferris. <laughs> you can add your plus one for keen eyes as well. So this isn't one of your strong abilities. It's only a plus two, but... Yeah. Um... So I add a total of um, two. two. Okay, so it's a fifteen, not high, but you're you're not sure. You don't know Mina that well yet. You're not mm-hmm. entirely certain. Gwyn, you, I'm going to say, yeah, you probably. What's your awareness? It's not, you're you have an awareness of one. One. I'd say all of the rest of the party, at the very least, notice that Mina seems slightly underdressed for what she normally mm-hmm. because normally when she she got got a mask every day. And she has, and she'd wear her like her her good dress, you know. She'd be wearing yeah. her good clothes, going, and it's like not that she's like dressed, you know, slovenly, but it's it's not the clothes she would normally wear. Which the usual, yeah. You... Weird for her to wear trousers going to. Yeah, no, very weird to wear trousers going to mass for Mina. Hmm. Mina, did you go to mass today? Um. Uh, oh, you know. It's okay. I don't. I'm not going to judge. Aminata wants to 
see if they can figure out if Mina is lying. That would be Mina has finally come well, to the yeah. dark side. Not That's to try and get any details, but just... Awareness? Mm -hmm. Awareness. Uh, I suppose not, no keen eyes. I don't know. 30-20. Okay, Mina, do you want to give me a roll? Are you... Trying to keep a particularly stoic face, this would be resolved. Yeah, that's a bit lower. Uh, I wrote 15, uh, 17, so yeah, I'm three, three below you, but I'm just, I'm keeping a stoic face, but with Aminata with that role, you just kind of see. I'm just a slight twitch of the eye. Mm, okay. I'm not going to say anything about it. If you didn't so when, are we, um, when are we beating up some men? Oh. I thought you'd never ask. 9pm. Uh, As she's, uh, you know, very uh, not uh, uh, very uh, ob obviously changing the subject here. Mm. Um, okay, 9. So, uh, fantastic. So, um, well, um, we'll we'll yes, 9 Ages. Maybe yes. we should have a look and see what the area is like before in daylight, so we can um, we know in case we run into trouble. Oh well, I could, I, and it would be good to scout since they're not expecting us, but they're certainly expecting Madame Latier. True. Mm. Um, I could also tell you a bit about the area um, before we oh, go. Oh yes, please do. It might be a good idea for us to. Uh, dress down, I suppose, when we go scouting earlier, try and disguise mm. out there. So when we do go later, we're not so easily identifiable. You say yeah. dress down. I don't have anything else. Uh, do How much should we dress down? Oh, uh, I, well, obviously, I have all my outfits and stuff available. We can always go upstairs. Look, I have plenty of trousers, plenty of more casual skirts, all of that. And Sylvia's stuff's not very dressy. And no, I think anything Aminata has is going to be very, like... Oh, mm, not all dressy. of Aminata's stuff is dressy. Well, Sylvia's is stuff is... Sylvia's clothing is very functional. It's not fancy. Okay. Okay, well. Yeah, I think I think uh, Feruz has uh, clothes that are a bit more traditional and then maybe more functional clothes for everyday work, I would guess. Mm -hmm. so I think I would have both, so perhaps I use the functional stuff. I have I have an idea that perhaps is can can maybe go terribly wrong or go well. Ooh, um, intriguing. I can change myself to look like Madame Gautier, to help give them the illusion that she's coming. Oh, yes. I was, I was thinking idea. about the same, but I was thinking about conjuring an illusion that looks like Madame Gautier in order not to put anyone in danger. Yeah, but wouldn't they discover that one fast? Yeah, um, but if they we don't really blood does make a difference. Well, if uh, Justine, uh, with the illusion, if they tried to touch the illusion, 
I assume that's when they'd find out. Can you make the illusion yeah. speak like Madame Gautier? Yeah, you could. If you spend enough mana, you could. You it's the you have the conjure illusion spell of the first yeah. level conjure illusion. You're not talking about the counter but the first level conjure illusion spell, isn't it? I do have first. Yeah, I have both yeah. counter so, and first level yeah. spell. So if you're spending that and if you spend more mana, basically for every two mana you spend, you're adding more senses to the illusion. Yeah. So you could make Could we it... potentially work on the same illusion? I well, don't have no, a Fe- illusion spell. Feruz is using a different spell. Yeah, okay. I have. Uh, I'm talking about arcane mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it, I don't have the same spell to even uh, help duplicate no. it. No. But uh, with arcane mask, I could. Now here's the question: Is I could increase my size, increase or decrease by five percent? I don't know if that puts us at the same range. I'm not sure if Madame Gautier are similar. Madame Gautier is so tall. <laughs> she's a tall woman, but she's not like. Freakishly tall. Super out of like, range yeah, tall. Yeah. Like, think supermodel kind of like you're talking about 185. Oh, well, that's going to be more than 5%. So I would be a short madam. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, right. Exactly. I guess with skills, <laughs> maybe we can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> If, but yeah, um, if Mina, if Mina is kind of stuck up on top of each other, my real on coast, it's fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? Okay, the plan is falling apart already. But um, <laughs> oh. uh, I would imagine like um, the maximum height I could probably get is um, how tall is Ferus? Ferus would be like one hundred and sixty. Okay. So I could so be taller than Mina. I so could get one seventy. About one seventy ish, you could get to, which would be which mm. would be shorter than Madame Gautier. Yeah. She's about, as I said, she's about one eighty five. So she's like a tall woman, but we're not talking like yeah, yeah. Freakishly but tall. it would be dark. I mean, it's I. It could be a runner, and I think heels could maybe help pull it off. Although Justine's oh, idea of the convolution spell is also a very good idea. The mm. con- the conjure illusion spell would mean that nobody is really putting mm-hmm. themselves at risk. And also, Fehus, if we have to run and you're wearing high heels, that may be an oh, additional hazard. That may be an issue, for. yeah. That's I true. I come off and run. I mean, to be honest, it's pretty common to just run around barefoot back home. It's pretty nice. That's how we played with all the kids. Oh, uh, <laughs> back home, yeah. I, I, I can understand. I don't but know. There might be some broken glass and stuff. Yeah, this, oh, this part of the city, I I would not recommend. No, fair point. Fair point. I All right. want to have a look we'll, first because we'll go with the logical and 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 and, and more safer idea rather than my reckless. Mina's gonna go over and put a, a hand on Frozen's shoulder and goes like, it "Was a very very good idea, though." But like, yeah, maybe we need another additional, you know, person that can. The punch, um, but she's also going to say like, yeah, if maybe if we meet in a warehouse or something, I would like to kind of see first and see what the exit situation is like in case we have to do a quick exit, and so we kind of know where we're going rather mm-hmm. than just running around like headless chickens, as we say at home. And one thing though that I'm 
that I'd be concerned about is if they're smart, then they're not going to try and use traps because she could see through them. So they might, I fear that they might have actually been planning, now that I'm thinking about it, on using physical force and we should just Mm -hmm. prepare for the worst. Oh, oh, of course. I was definitely going to go Mm -hmm. armed. Um, for that exact reason, they it, it is very suspicious that they'd ask a lady of all, you know, to meet at such a time in such mm-hmm. a place. So mm-hmm. I am very much she has an establishment they could easily go to. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I am very much expecting that they will be mm-hmm. up to some shenanigans, and I intend on being armed. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and we also have offensive magics that we could use. So we we would give the appearance of not being armed at all, you know. Oh yes, we'll go in looking incredibly helpless, and then okay. let them look at it. So, yes, does it. the party want to go to the address given and scope it out during the daytime? Yeah. yeah. So you yes. head up that very way. Much like him. It's a busy kind of in, in industrial area, not a great part of the city. You find the warehouse, it's pretty big, like it's, it's a large enough warehouse, large kind of high warehouse, you know, like it's like maybe, I don't know, four or five meters high um, walls. Um, and it's, yeah, like it looks to be about like over 20 meters, 20, 25 meters long and about maybe 10 odd meters wide. Like it's a bit, it's a big, but it's not crazy. Like it doesn't yeah. stand out crazy. Compared to others. Um, walking around it. You see, there's only one entrance. There's a big, the big main door, but it does appear to be locked. There's nobody going in or out. There's no other way out there. Like there's, uh-huh. really uh-huh. the one. Mm, there's yeah, windows. I mean, of course. I, there's I windows, but skills. Yeah. Um, I want to try and unlock. Yeah, sure. Uh, what? This is used the same as you use for your detectors arm traps. Yeah. Um, there is no separate lock picking rogues. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just part of the same one. So that is a, it's a plus four. Plus your decks. Yeah. It's, okay, so that's plus four. Go on, do your rogue. So plus oh. six. So that is a 21. Okay, so you do manage to, bit of work open up the slightly rusted kind of lock but you get the then Nina has to give you help it's one of those heavy kind of sliding doors you know um, yeah, yeah. there's there's not even a small pedestrian door that these often have set into them so you, you uh-huh. crank it open a bit and um, it's dimly lit there is some sunlight coming in through the dirty windows but it's a very very unassuming Whereas doesn't look like it's been used much in a while, and you see there's it's empty, like completely empty. A, no, there's a couple of random crates around. Okay. Um, but it looks like it actually hasn't been used in a while. Okay. Uh, no, I wanted to try and. Do, oh, would they would they think that far in advance and? have already sprung traps no they probably set up the traps shortly before madame gautier gets there which means from about half eight or something amanata is going to turn to the group and say okay i have a suggestion so 
I could come here early and with my ring, just stay, Disappear. stay, scope out to make, just to see if they've sprung any traps, they try and cast any sort of magic. And then when you arrive, I can come meet you before we show up. And I, if I could always stay hidden, um, but we don't know if they have anything, any true sight or any of the likes. But I think it might be a good idea to have somebody around who I might think. be able to see what they have. And we could, you could also bring, I could also bring Anki. Um, okay. Yeah. There is a problem. There's a plan. If something goes wrong, do you have a way of contacting us? I think, oh, I think she Anki has Anki well, with her. I have an accountant. But none of oh, I have an arcanogram. I'll give you the glimpse. I could also um, go invisible and join you so that you're not entirely alone. But, 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 I think I think we should all think go it's... and hide, and you guys should go and go invisible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I saying, think it's a bit. Saying. I think it's a bit excessive because they were in the Fey Mount, so they might have like glasses of true sight or something like that. What I think. Yeah, we don't know what they have. They might have plenty of magical artifacts, or they might be they might have a spellcaster with them. What I think we should do, in my opinion, I think we should just send Anki to spy on them. He will sit there, they won't notice him because you know, he's a fairy creature, he's a fey dragon, even if they have the glasses of true sight, so what? He has like a natural camouflage and they won't be able to see him anyways, and then he'll be able to report back. So I don't think we should put any of us in danger because it's not worth it. True. Uh, but, True. but also, uh, Anki, he's, he's, oh, uh, I hate that if they did anything to him, but I, un I understand that is a much more sensible, uh, sensible idea. Like I, I wasn't suggesting that I stay in the building or anything, just in the nearby, nearby by vicinity just so I could maybe report on numbers but if you if you're happy to have Anki go I could still accompany Anki part of the way so Anki. just a reminder that um Justine you can only perceive through Ankagon's senses if you were within 100 meters That's fine. of each other yeah but but I don't have to see through him oh, I, can just... I can carry Justine and put on the ring I can uh, we don't we don't need you seem to see through yes, his eyes. Yes, that would be con like continuous and ever increasing fortitude rolls until you eventually drop her because you're not that strong. Back. Yeah, um, yeah, but like we can, we can just we've, we've done it before. We can just send Anki yeah. and kind of just, just then tell him yeah. to to report back basically, and just, mm -hmm. just I don't have to see through should, his eyes. We should kind of hide out in the vicinity anyway and kind yeah. of see if they come in and if they set up anything. We should kind of hang out anyway a bit earlier, you know, see how many are coming in and so on and so forth. And then, you know, we can send Anki inside to see or maybe look for a dirty window to see what's happening. Maybe there is even now actually I'm going to look at the roof. Is there any sort anything loose I can notice that he could squeeze through? You don't know. He, Anchor Gun would need to go up and look. You couldn't see from down here. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll look at you, see and say, You seem like you're the one with the reasonable plans. 
Well, she has the brains. She's definitely the brains of this operation, all right, yeah. Aminata is just going to feign like being wooden, be like, oh, straight to the heart. Oh, no. you seem to, you seem to like the chaotic plans like me. No one else in the party is disagreeing with your statement, Ferus, by the way. Aminata is the only one who reacted. Everyone else is silently nodding. Yeah, Steve is up. Is very is a very intelligent and learned scholar, so you know. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, like I think Parsi shares about like five brain cells, and like four of them are machines. Same, same, yeah. Fucking much. That's fair. Oh, excuse you. Who figured out they were werewolves before anybody else? Everyone. Actually, actually knew they were. We knew there was I would like to hear this werewolf story, please. Another time. So, um, <laughs> the party hangs around, or they go off for a while, and you just head back to the warehouse at what about an hour or so before the um, agreed time? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're gonna have something like that. Okay. Just. Amanada, do you open the door so that Anglagon can sneak in again? Of course. And then you see, oh, I'm not gonna make you roll. You open it up and then lock it. Anglagon is perched. On one of the rafters up inside, turns. Uh, yes, Sirius. Uh, before we do this for a second time, I just want to see if anyone's watching the warehouse. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Give me awareness rolls. Because I don't know if they even saw us going in the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Amadada would have done that with the ring on. I um, I see all with my total of six. <laughs> so um you so as close. I said, you know if Aminata, are Everything you are you going inside fine. and staying invisible or are you waiting outside? No, uh, uh, I will go with the more sensible idea and I'll I'll let Anki in, but I'll do that while wearing my ring just to be yeah, sure because it'll look it'll look suspicious if somebody just goes to the door, jimmies it open, opens it, closes it and walks away. But the door magically opening on its own and then closing with no one there to move it doesn't look suspicious at all. I mean, it's, it's some ghost, okay? An old door. <laughs> so, yeah. at about 8.30, um, actually, give me all stealth rolls, all of you. Mm-hmm. Well, Gwen is going to turn into her black kitty form. You don't need to, and then, Gwen, you don't need to either because you transform into your black cat form. Yes. Which I don't think, Ferus, had you seen before? Sorry. Yes, uh, the goblin. At oh, the Goblin oh, House. Okay, yeah, before, you before we all yes. do this, can yes. I cast Restore Spark, please? Oh, yeah, you cast Restore Spark on everybody. Okay, and Gwen, you don't need to give me a stealth roll because you're a cat. I'm an you don't need to give me a stealth roll because you're invisible. Everyone else, give me stealth rolls. Can I turn into a rod? Yes, you can. So I then you to... don't need to give me a stealth roll. Are, right? we, are we all now at the, at the warehouse? You are in the vicinity of it, looking at looking at, like, is there an at the warehouse? But I assume oh, you're like, sorry, that in... I'm, I'm gonna wait till we get closer to church. No, uh, like, all I mean is, like, you're not right at the entrance, you're like nearby yeah. watching the entrance, you know? Oh, okay, I need to, I, sorry, I need to double check. Something. Sorry, but before we go back to going back in, um, I realize I can cast scrying to see if anything changed inside because it's been, it's a place I've been to. You have now gone in there, so you don't know. It. Yeah. Correct. I can cast crying, crying to know if it's empty, if it's okay to go yeah, in. You, you cast, you yeah. say, absolutely, yes. Yeah, so. I can do that at home before we leave. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, definitely. So you, um, you, um, 
I want to know, do you have a mirror that you carry on you for this spell, or do you just find convenient reflective surfaces? No, uh, Fedus would definitely be the kind of person that keeps a mirror on hand. Okay, so you, take, so out, then, you yeah. take out your mirror, you cast a spell, the, the surface of the mirror shimmers going black and then opens up revealing the interior of the work of the warehouse and you don't see anything different. Just the empty warehouse and four cards. Okay, I'll, I'll relay that yeah. and um, after scrutinizing to make sure yeah. out of panic. Um, sorry, what were those stealth rolls? 17. Uh, yes, Dean? Uh, potato sack strikes again, 11. Okay, <laughs> uh, and um, there is? 17. Okay, and Sylvia, are you in your human form or are you in an art form? I'm going to turn into a rod. I double-checked the spell lasts for one and hour. One hour for for magic. Every... Yeah, so yeah sorry, I thought it was a minute per oh, month. God, so no, 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 no. I so want got... to double-check. You, so you're a rat. Okay, right. So what you see is a group of men um, there are many five five men of various different builds and they are walking up to the warehouse they're carrying a small crate okay not very big a smallish crate okay and one of them goes and they appear to have a key they unlock the door to the warehouse they go in they close the door over um, Justine, if you want, you could sight beyond sight and be looking through Anglagon's yes. eyes and perceiving through his senses. So you see Justine's eyes go this kind of weird, milky kind of white color as she then looks through um, Anglagon. Are you just looking or are you seeing as well? Or hearing as well? Uh, hearing as well. Okay, so you're looking and hearing. You see these guys. Um, they've got um, the, the the warehouse is quite dark, okay, because it's nighttime now, okay. There is not really that. There's some street lamps around here, but not many. But um, they they have a couple of um, lamps that they put down on some of the crates. They put this crate down as they're chatting amongst them, their, themselves. Um, and um, and um, the there's this big guy, tall, very lean build. He's got scars on his face and knuckles, dark hair with some some streaks of grey in it, and he's got a very heavy um, leather coat. And um, he's actually carrying in his hand this incredibly fine, ornate looking spear. All right, Ooh. and he he turns to another guy um, who's average height, average build. Mm. Dark brown hair that comes up in kind of like a high forehead with this really thick mustache that sweeps to the sides and wearing a brown waistcoat, but like really, really, it's like highly decorative. And it looks like they might some arcane runes on that. And the big guy with the spear is like turns to the other guy, he's like, So, Amon, um, did that witch bitch reply or what's going to be going <gasps> on? And then this other slight built guy with these similar guys goes, Hey, she's not a witch. She's a, whatchamacallum, a wizard, you know? Um and um the the guy with the heavy muscles is like she said that she was going to be here, okay, relax, okay? We'll get this deal done, we'll get the money that we want, and if she gives us any trouble, yeah, we'll deal with it. All right. Ooh, hoo, hoo, they're gonna meet a witch bitch. Just wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like they're kind of setting themselves up 
you know, positioning themselves around the warehouse, taking up positions, and the um, just waiting around. The, the the guy with the spear kind of the front, and then the rest of the guys are a bit further back. Um, give me an awareness roll, and I'm going to say uh, plus four, okay? Uh, I actually rolled 18, so plus four, that's going to be 22. Nice. Okay, so what you do spot is one of the guys, um, he's, he's um, uh, average height with like light auburn hair and this really, really thick beard that's kind of like still kind of close to the face. Um, and he's got this dagger that he keeps twirling in his hand. And this other guy who hadn't been speaking, he's kind of bald, had a long, really thick but well-kept beard and like a really fine waistcoat over a pretty expensive overcoat as he's moving around you spot that he has a uh, pistols on him uh, as well and um, okay. eventually it hits nine o'clock what do you all want to do okay so justine is going to accept so they're they're not preparing any traps or anything no, because I, I assume if they were they they would have kind of started you setting them up no, or no, they would have set no, them up no. yeah so i'm going to stop looking through ankylagon's eyes and I'll return kind of to my party and be like, well, first of all, they're really dumb. Um, and she's going to kind of re- repeat what, what you heard them saying and that they don't even know who they're dealing with, if it's like a witch or, or, or a wizard or whatever. Um, you see, you see Rat Sylvia kind of do her, like, it, it's weird to see this expression on a rat's face. It's this kind of. <laughs> 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 yeah. And and the rat also just it's not so important, but just she um so the brown rat except the back is white. Uh, is white. Aww. So it looks quite odd. So it, it's, a, it's a really fucking weird looking rat, but it's a rat. <laughs> I'm sure they've seen worse. Um so there are five of them. Um they all seem like togs, uh, but one of them one of them is a gunslinger, one of them has pistols. So we should we should watch out for this man. She's going to describe kind of how he looks like that he has like a neat beard and an expensive. Aminata is going to zero in on that dude. They're gonna get the fright of their lives when Sylvia and Gwen turn back into mm-hmm. humans in front of them. So oh, I can't wait. Well, one has arcane runes on his waistcoat, so they have some sort of spellcaster. Mm-hmm. What is the plan? Gwyn I suggest wants to 15 meters. Okay. How far away? Like, what's Gwyn is the, probably what's just going to set fire to the warehouse. Tell me you're going to set uh, fire to the so warehouse. You're going to set fire to the warehouse? Yeah. Um, the warehouse is about 25 odd meters long, and it looks like they're kind of in the middle. Okay. What I suggest, um, maybe I should try and counter illusion. Because I don't think they'll be intelligent enough to recognize it straight away. Um, Contrary illusion, they would look like Madame Gautier, speak like Madame Gautier. Yeah, let's um, give them one chance. That they see her walking in. Mm-hmm. And then the three of us, well, all of us can walk in, but you know, Sylvia is a rat, Gwyn is a cat, <laughs> and Aminata is just invisible. So her bringing three more people in kind of. That's fine. Yeah, it's not as suspicious. Sounds good. No. Plus one of them. One of them. Faders, so. you're muted. I can also go invisible. And that way there is even Ooh. less. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, and then they just... Yeah, that's a good idea. 
who is punching me? <laughs> All right. So, with, is that the plan? So, Yuzal, Ferus, you cast invisibility just as you get into the front. And yeah. the, the front door was slightly open, but not fully open, you know. Sorry. I'm an uh, I'd like to try and detect any traps or anything like that, please. Yeah, sure, give me a roll. Excellent. If you could you give us um spark sparky spark before we, we left um I did. Yeah, yeah, we got we got restorative spark. Uh so that good, is good, 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 a... good. Oh um, I thought of that. <laughs> that question is... about the spells. Um can if I were to cast Alchemist Armor and then Invisibility, does one cancel out the other? No, or no, no, no. And there's very few concentration spells in the system. Very few. Okay. Um, so I can, I can cast alchemist armor. Yep. Then and then when... go invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. do that. So okay, you cast no. alchemist armor, then has invisibility. I'm an adder with that. What was the roll you said you got? I got a twenty-five. Yeah, you don't see any traps. So you put on your ring of invisibility, and then Justine, you go to cast a spell to make it look like Madame Gautier is walking in with you and Mina flanking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gonna open the door. Mm-hmm. Gonna knock first, and then I'm, I'm making it look like I'm opening the door for Madame. Yeah. So Madame doesn't have to open the door because she's mm-hmm. a Lenurian. She can't open the door, but they don't know that. And I assume <laughs> Kitty and Rat Sylvia just scoot in behind, and, you know, whatever. Okay, so you all come in, Madame Gautier walking in, and as they see her, they say, "Ah, oh, Madame Gautier, it is so good to see you again." This is the um, the tall guy with the um, with the kind of the scars who has the spear. He was speaking, all right. Um, and um, as as I said, the other guys are kind of standing a bit behind him. Um, and as they're walking in, the guy who had the uh, very fine waistcoat with the arcane wounds on it, he starts to gesture, casting a spell. And his eyes have this flash of silver over them. Of course. Oh, of course. That is a perfect place to pause in our story. Uh-oh. Oh, it was always a rest. Very good. It was always a rest. Oh, yeah, listen, listen. It's so fine. thank you it's all fine. for joining us. Please make sure to join us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We shall see what is going to happen with this charming bunch of erudite men in this... <laughs> questionable warehouse in this questionable part of the city um, and we'll see exactly what skills this other group of adventurers that Madame Gauthier had hired possess oh, God. So, talk to you all soon, thank you, Good night, everybody, bye. Bye. bye facing off against another group of adventurers men who clearly have skills similar to the party's own including a sorcerer or spellcaster of some sort who appears to have cast the true sight spell which if he has will instantly reveal the location of our two invisible party members while not necessarily walking into a trap the party is walking into an encounter against a potentially very dangerous and clearly very well prepared group of men join us next time to find out what happens if you enjoyed this adventure and would like to know more about the world of Fayette, both the system and the setting, 
please be sure to jump over to our itio page fay-earth.itch.io you'll find a bunch of great products there all pay what you want there is an early release version of our core rulebook the explorer's guide to fay earth as well as a bunch of really great one shots and a really fun starter adventure trouble in the north for a party of players from levels one to five all our adventures come with quick play guides and pre-gen characters, so you don't even need to have read the rule books to instantly start playing in our world of folklore and fairy tale. We also have the delightful Fae Wanderer, a rules-like TTRPG we launched last Halloween. This is a simple game, suitable for all ages, even prenumerate children, and is perfect when you're trying to have a game night half your friends have cancelled but the other half are there and want to play something a game that you can start within 20 minutes of reading the rules finally we are launching our new kickstarter in march our second attempt at trying to raise the funds we need to publish fire to bring our world to life and we would dearly love your support there